Hey Chicago, what do you say? Fly the W. This is the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by Points Bet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. There it is, a W flying on opening day for the Cubs. We thought it wouldn't get here. Cody's feeling good. Corey's thawing out at home. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. Here, here I'm going to set the stage for you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The Cubs have the best record in baseball. They are the first place Chicago Cubs. Kyle Hendricks leads the league in wins and ERA. Ian Happ leads the league in hitting right now. Uh, what else? Jason Hayward is batting 500. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Robertson leads the league in saves. In saves. Uh, uh, anything else they've done today? Christian Yelich sucks. Uh, Nico Horner leads the majors in, in home runs. In home runs. <laughs> Just like we thought. And, just like we all thought, baby. And just like we all thought, the Cubs have never lost a game undefeated since CHGO, CHGO launched. launched. And that deserves You're welcome, baby. a crack. You're because welcome. Because God you bless is. America. The Cubs are 1-0 in their last one, and that's beautiful, folks. We're working on a sponsorship here for Cody, I think. Uh, we did have <laughs> our Cubby Kool-Aid shots earlier, so we hope you're doing that at home. Cubs beat the Brewers. Milwaukee hasn't won a game since we launched CHGO Sports. Uh, the Brewers are winless in that time. We got all, I mean, the chat has been blowing up on YouTube. Blowing Joel's up. there. What a beautiful game. Ronan is out. Kevin Kadok's in. Let's see. January. Hate Yelich. <laughs> Rachel says. We all says, hate Yelich in this chat. I promise you. <laughs> uh, Rachel's talking about Willie. Corey, how cold was it? I, it, w- it was pretty cold. When the wind kicked <laughs> in, it was pretty cold. But, you know, you layer up. You do what you got to do. You have maybe a beer or two, an alcoholic beverage, whatever you got to do to stay warm. And as I told you guys before we got on, nothing keeps you warmer than a Cubs W. Oh, yeah. yeah. That and, and the said tri- a beer or two. Yeah, we did, we did say pregame. We <laughs> wanted counting. you on a six-beer limit just to keep the cursing down. Uh, <laughs> where, where did you end up at? You would know if I went past that limit. <laughs> you could tell. I saw you uh, on Instagram. You started your day at Nisei Lounge. Started at Nisei Lounge. Yeah, I met up with a lot of really great people from Cubs Twitter. Uh, I know saw Mario there from uh, CHGO Blackhawks. So good to see everybody. And yeah, then made it in. I got my hot dog. Cubs won. Perfect day. Hell yeah, man. This was the Triple H win on opening day. Hendricks, right? Yep. Hap. Hap. And Horner. And Horner. The three big stars of the game, really. Uh, a lot of guys that begin. Let's start with Kyle Hendricks, first of all, because he's going head-to-head against the reigning Cy Young winner in Burns, and the Cubs were able to get to Burns a little bit. Hendricks, on the other hand, comes out. And what was the over-under on strikeouts for him going into the game? For Burns, seven and a no, half. No, for Hendricks. Oh, for three? Hendricks, three and a half. And he ends up with seven. Yeah. The chain, and Burns with seven and a half. He went under. The changeup was working for <laughs> Hendricks. You could oh, see yeah. it early on. He made some guys on the Brewers look really stupid in this game mm-hmm. uh, with some ugly swings. And uh, this was his third opening day start of his career. We've talked at nauseum in the offseason leading up to this about this being, you know, he was coming off the worst season of his career. Yeah. And not, and not terrible, but his ERA was over four for the first time in his yeah. career. I'd like to... Uh, Personally, apologize for putting Kyle Hendricks on my trending down graphic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I will say I am not always right. Uh, I will say, though, when I am right, I'll let you know. And But at the same time, when I'm wrong, I'll definitely let you know as well. I am. I play fair. I'm a fair man on the field. We got January in the comments. She's, she says, where's the little guy, the one who is usually in the middle? <laughs> I believe that game. means Ryan uh, Herrera. Yes. Yeah, he's at the he's press at, box. He's today. in the press box. He's getting the post game interviews. We're hoping he's going to join us. That Ryan will be able to join before the end of the show if he doesn't, you know, look for He'll his stuff. He'll definitely be on tomorrow. Jer- both Jared and Ryan are at the ball game, and you'll be able to read their stuff at allchgo.com. Exactly. So make sure you subscribe and become a member there for all the inside information. Yep. Um, yeah, Hendricks I thought was Hendricks, great. I thought Hendricks was great. You know. And, and this is why you want to see Kyle Hendricks be the opening day starter, yeah. because he's earned it. He, yes. He's earned that right. He may not be the pitcher that Marcus Stroman is this season. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that when you give the ball to Kyle Hendricks, and, and I'm using the nickname of a Hall of Famer, an all-time great, he's a bulldog out there. You know you're going to get a guy that's just going to get in the head of the other team. He's going to work the corners. He's going he's to 
do everything he can to mm -hmm. fool a batter, and he will compete. Yes. You know, Kyle Hendricks isn't this overbearing guy that you look on the mound and you're like, oh, here he comes. Kyle Hendricks competes with anybody in baseball, and that's why I like him as your opening day starter. And he did it again. What was it? 2020, it was the complete game. Yeah, he threw the complete game in 2020. Right? But this was yeah. good. This was this good. This was real good. Five and a third. Uh, you know, we talked about in pregame how we weren't really sure how the starters were going to look because of, you know, this the fast spring training and stuff. And that was why I was big on the burns under strikeouts. Um, but uh, to me, like what Hendricks did today, it was just another reminder that we are honestly kind of spoiled by the guy. Like, I yeah. know last year was technically his, like, worst year of his career, but we've talked about it as well. Those 16 starts he had from, like, May to August or whatever, he he was one of the best pitchers in the game. And this is a guy that in an era where if you're not throwing 95-plus, you're probably not that good. And he, he just continues to go out he there is. and just gives you quality innings. That, like, at the end of the day, that's all anyone wants is quality innings. And that is what he did today. The only thing that he did, that like, towards the end in that fifth inning, you could tell through that third time through the lineup, they started hitting him a little harder. Right. That's something that we're used to seeing. But other than that, man, I got no complaints about him today. He gave the Cubs exactly what they needed on opening day, like, setting the tone for the season for, for the, the team and everything. And, you know, I, I can't say enough. Five and a third, one earned run, seven strikeouts, 83 pitches. Uh, Corey, he was, he was classic Kyle Hendricks. You know, you knew he wasn't going to have a complete game in this one, but um, considering the season he was coming off of and a short offseason and spring training, uh, it was pretty incredible to watch him work today against the Brewers. That, that was some vintage stuff. I mean, you know, as the season goes on, you'll want to see him go longer into games. But we all knew, as Cody said, that that was kind of going to be the case. But it started, like I said, vintage Hendricks. A lot of weak contact, pop-ups, weak grounders. And you knew Kyle's one of those guys where when you start seeing guys that are that off-balance, that late on the changeup, or that early on the changeup, you know it's going to be a good day. And he had that working early in this one, getting those whiffs on the changeup. You know, they're throwing it up on the screen, and you're like, okay, yeah, no, this is going to be a good day because he's got that changeup working, and that's why you see all those strikeouts. And working with Wilson Contreras behind the plate, we were worried that he might not make it to opening day and might be traded away. He's there. Yeah. He's on the Cubs. And he got drilled again by the Brewers. Yeah. I, I don't think this one was on purpose, but it looked nah. as if Wilson – turned around and said they were like we're not trying to hit you and he was like come on we'll try try harder because you guys are terrible yeah I you know everyone knows I'm gonna sit here and stay in the Cubs for almost everything and, and Wilson Contreras is one of those guys but I don't want to call this a flaw because a, a lot of his energy and everything is is good for the Cubs and everything and I kind of like that most opposing fans hate him because it's like that's our guy you know what I mean <laughs> but I thought that is just a little overreactionary. He, he, like I saw, I think it was uh, John Greenberg from the Athletic. I think he tweeted that Wilson got hit four times last year by Brewers pitching. It's almost like so. That's in, why. In, that's in, why. In, in his in his eyes, maybe he was just overplaying it. But again, that's what Wilson is. Like Wilson doesn't forget those things, even if it has been a year or two or years or whatever. He remembers those remembers those things, and that is what it is. I, I again, I'm not trying to put him down for it it's more of just like but Cody I'll say this for him they're supposed to be the best pitching staff in baseball touche but I they keep it. hitting Wilson Contreras yeah I mean I'm not saying it's a spot where it would look like they're hitting him I'm just saying right. you're supposed to be the best pitching staff in baseball why do you keep hitting Wilson Contreras it's a little right. weird that is true you, you you make a good point there yeah and when you're when you're supposed to be the best pitching staff in baseball should not be hitting guys because I like a little bit of the the edge you know you don't want it too much you know you don't want to like start fights all the time but I I like that there's you know he's it, we've seen at times with this team in past years there wasn't always kind of an edge you know to them and I I, I do like that from Wilson where it's like all right you know we're not gonna let you get away with too much by the way for anyone that missed the pregame show I feel terrible for you because our intrepid wholesome reporter Corey Freeman really set the stage set with the a beautiful stage out, scene right. setter. It looked like he might have been outside at Murphy's potentially. I'm not going to say exactly where, but uh, a very nice job with your reporting. 
Uh, we really appreciated that. Like, wow, that was the first televised YouTube report there, and that was that was something. It was very I, good. I may not I may not be a journalist like Ryan and Jared, but uh, you know, tried to capture the vibe, you know. That's what we were going for. So got the the sign in the background, a little bit of the energy going on, but yeah, I I'm 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 happy it was well received. Uh Scott Crawford says Kyle hashtag twenty twenty two Greg Maddox Hendricks. Uh can't believe Luke hasn't said that he shoved. That was what's about to come out of my mouth that Kyle <laughs> Hendricks absolutely shoved on opening day. He did. Did I use that correctly? You used it correctly, Luke. Congratulations. How about uh also big congratulations? You didn't fall asleep during the game. I didn't. We were talking during the game and I said, listen, this game is really slowed down. It's cold, it's cloudy, it's dark in the office. There's no way I'm making it through this season without one nap mid-game at one point. Like, I know I will be caught oh, sleeping I, during the game. When, na- when, when Grandpa Stucky uh, falls asleep during a game, you best believe I'm getting a picture of it. And I'm it on, might, like, it, three green teas right now, and I'm still a little foggy. It, the internet might get a taste of what sleeping Luke looks like. Woo! Uh, how about Seiya Suzuki's major say, league debut? We haven't even we talked, haven't even about, talked about Seiya. First of all, standing ovation. Corey, were you standing for Seiya Suzuki? Come on, Luke. You already know. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the I was a little disappointed. In? No, it was pretty good. I got, oh, most people were eight. standing, but like I remember like in the first couple rows, I remember seeing people sitting. I was like, what are y'all doing? This is like the big free agent signing of the winter. Why aren't you standing for this guy? Well, yeah, currently, I mean, Seiya Suzuki is leading the majors in uh, rookie of the year voting, probably. Probably. You yeah, would think, you'd think a so. hit and two walks. Yeah. Nice debut. Yeah. Very nice I mean, debut. From, from my vantage point, it, it was a pretty nice ovation. He kept getting them throughout the game, too. Um, yeah, the crowd the crowd was good. It's a little cold, but there was definitely, you know, a couple 2-2, two, 3-2 two, two counts, like big moments that the crowd the crowd was into it. Um, and, of course, really the big moment offensively in the game, first Patrick Wisdom uh, knocks in Suzuki, who scores the first Cubs run of the season. And then Nico Horner comes up and hits a two-run homer to make it 3 nothing Cubs, his first homer since 2019. And this uh, is 3-1. Three 3-1. To, three to three, three to one. Three to one. Yeah, 3-1. Yeah. Um, this is the great stat from Chris Kampka, the stat cruncher out there, one of the best in the business. First opening day homer for a Cub versus a reigning Cy Young Award winner since Billy Williams off Bob Gibson in 1971. Wild. Who had Nico Horner for the first home run in the majors this season? That had to be a no prop one. bet somewhere. I don't know if he would have been offered as an answer, but wow. Well, it helped that the those other games got canceled. But, oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. It, and, we, you know, he's your X Factor. He's on – I mean, me, you, Ryan – Corey, I'm sure you're right there. Like, we've been like, we've been talking about how this is like Nico Horner's like make or break season in a yep. way. Like, we need to see because like, obviously there are there are guys on the farm that are going to be on the Cubs eventually that are playing middle infield. And we just need to, we need to see if Nico Horner is does he belong here or not. And today was a good day for him, man. So uh, I'm happy for him. Bear Forever 14 with the $2 super chat saying, Cubs, get a dub. Hell yeah. Is that like club dub? Or are we, dub, are we like stealing w? that from dub or w? Matt Nagy? Yeah, it could be W. I think it's W. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grandpa Stucky needs his nap. Listen, <laughs> I saw that one. Listen, the thing about Nico Horner hitting the home run is we were just talking about putting the over-under yesterday for home runs between combined between Horner and Madrigal. And I said, listen, Nick, I'm taking the over because what, what was the number we had it at, Joey? Ten and a half. Ten and a half, the over-under? Ten and a half. Okay. And I, I said, it's, I'm it's taking looking the great. over. It's looking great yeah. right now. It's looking great. It's looking great. Uh, I'm taking the over on that because, not because Madrigal hit a home run in against the White Sox in Cactus League play. Nico Horner's beefed up, and I do think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and I do think he's a competitor. Yeah. You know, he's a former first-round pick, and – I, I could easily see him being the X factor of this season for the Cubs. Right. When he was healthy last year, he, he like I said the other day, he was a, a difference maker in that lineup. I think Corey would agree with me on that. 
Uh, and another yeah, guy you got to go ahead, Corey. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Well, and no, I was just going to say absolutely. And that's the type of home run, you know, you hope that him and Madrigal can run into. You don't expect them to be big power hitters. They're not going to hit, you know, Patrick Wisdom 470 foot bombs onto Waveland or Sheffield. But the homer Nico hit today ripped a line drive into the teeth of the wind, gets it into those, you know, power alleys in Wrigley Field. Like they can wear those out if they can strike balls like that. And that's, he makes a good point there because like, that's, that's what I felt that the front office is trying to bring in. Like, everyone's talking about how the Cubs don't have any power right, hitters. Right, right, But they got guys who were hitting line drives. Clint Frazier and his pinch hit at bat today, line one down the third base line. Batting 1,000. Batting 1,000, yes. You know, um, Seiya Suzuki had those two hits. Ian Happ almost hit a home run. Uh, you know, stuff like that. And Madrigal had some nice at bats, even walked today. I, I just thought all across the board on in the lineup, you got – like whether it's big contributions from like Hap or Horner, you also got small contributions from everyone else. And that was kind of the thing, like with the old core, like it was boomer bust. You wouldn't get this the an equal amount of contributions out of everyone or 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 just a little bit from everyone like we did today, for example. So to me it's it's it what we saw from the offense today is a sign of what's to come in 2022. I don't know if we're going to get it every day. I don't know if we're going to win more than 80 games even though I predicted 87, but I do think this offense will be a lot more fun to watch than it has been the last couple years. Niren by the way, I, I hope I said your name right Niren if it's not uh give us another on the chat telling us how to say it. He <laughs> he did bet $2 on Nico Horner to be the first home run of the season, and he won 26 bucks. That's and he's awesome. celebrating with tacos. Celebrating with tacos. Celebrating with tacos. Not the Cubby Kool-Aid shot. Oh, he needs to get the Cubby Kool-Aid Cubby shot. Cubby Kool-Aid shot. That would probably really go good going. with tacos. Yeah. Ice cold blue shot going down. Um, so many things were good about this. You know, I felt good for Nico Horner. I felt good. A little bit of a redemption for Kyle Hendricks after last season. Yeah. You had to feel good for Ian Happ. Oh, yeah. You know? This like, leads the majors in hitting now, but like he just missed a home run. Yeah, just missed. And and I, by the way, yesterday I picked him lead the Cubs in home runs this season. He did he? He just had good at bats. He had a double in his first at bat. I think he had another like what he had three three for four, right? So, yeah. You know he was he was getting it done all across the field today, and uh, you know I you know the defensively in left field. I know the Brewers scored on a on a throw home from him. It wasn't him, a great throw, and it wasn't great. But I mean, other than that, he had a great game. Um, I guess if there's anything, and can, he had the bad elbow, that's what was keeping yeah, him out, yeah. right? Which so. was surprising to why he was starting out there today. But you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that if we want to sit here and bicker about something is you know the bullpen. But I tweeted earlier. I just think that it's going to be a work in progress. Uh, how do you feel about that, Corey? The bullpen today. Yeah. I thought, I mean, for the most part, they were good. I mean, you know, the the double down the line that uh, I think Martin gave up, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily a super well-struck ball. It happens just kind of where uh, wisdom was placed off the line. And interesting, I think, I don't know if we can really read into this yet, but interesting to watch the progression that we saw today from uh, Wick to Givens to Robertson. I don't know if that's, you know, an indication that Robertson's going to could be the closer or what, but just sort of interesting to peek at in this in this first game. Norris going multiple innings. I think a lot of the stuff that we talked about leading up to this season and this game specifically, we kind of saw in action today from David Ross. Yeah, yeah. Norris, at Cody pointed out, looked physically like Jake Arrieta <laughs> in the really jersey did. with the beard. Yeah, um, he's rocking 49. He, he really did look like him. Uh, I think this of the bullpen. I think we saw what... David Ross will lean on as his go-to move for the bullpen early in the season. And we did mention yesterday that we're like, I don't think anybody is the bona fide closer. I don't think there's just one guy that's going to close games. Today it was Robertson. But in reality, he went to his two guys in high leverage. First, he went to uh, Wick. And then he went to Givens, and I think that's how he had the game set up. I think he was thinking Wick into Givens to close, and Robertson just happened to be there, and he used, you know, kind of playoff style. And Joe Madden style, he went to his best guy or his closer that he thinks of right now, Givens, who has closing experience, 
in the situation where he thought they had to save the game, yeah. even though it wasn't the ninth inning. Yeah, that's, and he got a huge strikeout. The strikeout in the bottom or in the top of the eighth there um, was huge because the Brewers had some momentum there. They were able to get within one run, um, and 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 that this game it was all about like just stopping the bleeding. There were you know when the Cubs were up three to one and the Brewers came back to tie it. You, I kind of got this sinking feeling like, uh, here, here we go. And a lot of that is just because, like, we've been hearing it all winter. This team's going to suck. This team isn't good, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, like, I had that sinking feeling of maybe that is actual reality. But no, baby, I, tomorrow I get to ride this energy into tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, that, that, that was the story today is, like, the bullpen, they gave up some runs, but they got the outs when they needed to. And, you know – the Brewers hitters, they, uh, you know, it's kind of like what I've been saying. Like, they have some guys who, who can who can do some things, but they had some chances and really didn't capitalize. And uh, that's kind of why I'm, I'm kind of down on them this year. Yeah. Uh, I saw that Ferris was saying the Cubs were competitive today. Cheers. Uh, Tristan pointing out the patience of Suzuki at the plate. You know, the, the two walks, and especially that first one, um, mm. you know, it would be really easy – for a guy coming over from Japan who's been an all-star, one of the best hitters in the league there, and he comes over and there's all these people, you know, reaching for his autograph before the game, all the hype before the game, his major league debut and his first at bat, he draws a walk. He's patient <laughs> at the plate, you know? He's yeah. not. It, there were so many times, like you said, on previous Cubs teams where you would have seen that guy and they'd been swinging out of their cleats and we loved it sometimes. Yeah. But this was a guy who wasn't overwhelmed by the moment at all, clearly. Right, right. And he was able to draw two walks in his Major League debut. Yeah. I think that's pretty impressive. Right, and and not being in that atmosphere, and, and obviously, like, the weather was a lot different for him. Yeah. And for him to be able to be up there and focus in that type of atmosphere, it's uh, it's awesome. We'll, you know, I, uh, I'm excited to see his season play out. Um, I think that was... Right about as good of a debut you could have asked for for him. I mean, obviously it's it's a long season, but first of all, just to get, you know, the the first, he gets on base, he gets his first base hit, getting those out of the way so that we don't have any of those weird, like, oh, it's been this many games and he still doesn't have a hit, that kind of like weird pressure that we've seen from guys making debuts in the past. But also just to see, like you guys said, like the skills that we were hoping to see from him, the patience immediately coming in, especially against a guy like Corbin Burns, just wasting no time. Like this is how he approaches the game. This is his skill set, And he looked like he felt really comfortable there. Yeah. I wanted to add something really quick. Cause I, I mentioned it to Jake. I mentioned it to you guys, but Burns, the whole story of him last year was that the streak oh, yeah, we didn't started the this. season with 40 strikeouts before I think he even walked a single guy and Maddie C in the comments, let me put it back up or Matt K in the comments Four walks and seven strikeouts versus Burns is pretty damn good. The Cubs, I just pulled it up last season, they were 30th in the league in strikeouts on offense and 19th in walks. So right. it was promising. Rafael Ortega led off the season with the walk. I mean, or let off, yeah, I mean. Let off the season, yes. It's uh, like we said in pregame, like it's just a, it's a nice change of pace for right. this Cubs lineup. And that's kind of what I'm saying. What I was saying too is like, it's just like the offense will be fun to watch. Don't know how many wins it will translate to, but. It's just going to be nice to be able to watch just some some sort of consistency from everyone, it feels like. The Cubs were 4-15 and 15 against the Brewers last season. One That's and nice to see. Now. A win against the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, you know? man. Like I said in pregame, you have to beat – you have to be at least competitive against the right. Brewers and Cardinals if you want to compete for – some sort of playoff spot right. this year. And you can you can feast you have to feast against the Reds and the Pirates, but you also have to be at least competitive. You have to be better than four and fifteen. And right. Corey, it, you know, go ahead. The thing that another thing that I want to add is I know it's opening day. I know it's April. But wins over the Brewers, it it will be something that we look back on at the end of the year if we're in it. This and, counts the same as a win in June. Right. Well I'm just saying that like you know, you know all those bad losses they've had in the yes. past that have, like, you've looked back and you're like, ah, we missed the playoffs because of this, or, oh, we had to play in the wild card game in 2018 because of this. And it's like, you know, again, opening day, it's April, whatever, I get it. But this, these games, especially your divisional opponents, they mean just as much as the ones that 
that are in September or August or whatever. So I know I'm jumping way ahead. I did want to. I did want to ask Corey this because you were at the ballpark. You're in your season seats. What is it? Two sixteen. Did I get yes, that sir. right? Yeah, That's two sixteen. Right. You know, we spent a lot of time over the last month talking about how there were tickets available for opening day, and there were a lot of kind of angry vibes on Twitter this off season. Um, it's been for, you know, for, for like a couple of years. Yeah, for a long time. <laughs> the the paid attendance was 30-some thousand, like 30, 35. 35,000. How full was the ballpark? What kind of vibe did you feel around Wrigley? Uh, you know, what was it like out there for opening day? Yeah, I mean, it it that number seems about right. Like some of the back portions of like the lower bowl were kind of empty, you know, especially down the lines, like in the corners there. But generally, like certainly wasn't full, um, but definitely, you know, in contrast to like the second half last year, not like as many empty seats as we saw in some of those games where, you know, it was like 25,000 in the attendance when they did the thing on the scoreboard. But I think like, you know, we, in the last several years, we've gone into a lot of these seasons with pretty high expectations and, and the vibes kind of on opening night or the home opener were uh, pretty like electric because you sort of felt like, okay, we're beginning maybe like a, another championship journey or something like that. So that wasn't really here, but everybody seemed, I think, especially after the last couple of years that we've all sort of been dealing with collectively, you could tell everybody was very happy to be at the ballpark, you know, walking through Wrigleyville, all the bars were full, the streets were full, Gallagher way was full. And, you know, once the game started, it it, it kind of turns into like, look, we're, we're riding with the team like we always do. You know, I think we all we've kind of talked about it, like kind of measured expectations. But I mean, let me tell you, when Nico hit that home run, you know, we're all looking around. Well, we're winning the division. So, you know, like, let's ride like it's I love it, that mentality, get, though. I love and, it. and, you know, kind of like you were making the point, Cody, about, you know, the the wins against your division opponents matter just as much now as they do in September. And it only takes one Brewers fan sitting in your section when Cubs fans are going, let's go Cubbies, and they're interjecting with let's go Brew Crew or whatever they're saying. And you're like, all right, I'm fired up. I'm jacked up. They got to win this game. Let's get these outs. And we're going to sing the song and fly the W, right? So it, I think it's different than past years, but it it felt really good to be there. Everybody was having a good time. And really quickly, I think everybody just switches gears to like, look, it, the offseason is what the offseason was. Go Cubs. Like, we're here. These are the boys. We're ready to ride. Kevin and Ferris saying the chat's blowing up. Hit that like button. I agree. I like Hit it. Hit the like got button. got like triple digits. There's like more than 100 people in the chat. When your team has when your team has the best record in baseball, you got to hit the like button. Exactly. You got to celebrate the, a little bit. You yeah. do the Cubby Kool-Aid you shot. Got, you Hit gotta, the like button. You got to celebrate the, the small victories as much as the big victories. That's right. We Watch want it. you to hit the like button so that more Cubs fans can find the show. That's a big part of it, too. Right. If you're watching on Twitter, come watch on YouTube so that we could see your comments and get you involved in the comment section. But yeah, we got plenty more to come. Listen, yeah. the, the more people that are in on the chat, the more it's going to feel like we're still at the game. Mm. And, and exactly. while I appreciate the fact that Corey was at the game and he's ice cold, I'm very happy that I'm nice and warm in the studio. <laughs> and I enjoyed it right here from a leather couch at CHGO. <laughs> With me and listen to all my yelling. I looked at Luke. Cody's like, an experience. Like after like two two innings, I was like fired up. I was like because I was like we were we were looking good in those first two innings. You know with Hendricks and like I thought the at bats were good. I was like I was fired up and I was getting excited. Luke's just sitting here just like whatever whatever. And I'm like I've getting seen a excited. Lot of I'm like getting excited. I've seen a lot of baseball too, and I'm just like I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because it's opening day. Maybe it's because like. I don't know. I just want the Cubs to prove everyone wrong. Like it's, I think it's a little bit of both, but either way. I'll tell you what it is. Here's the deal. We walked in the door today at CHGO for the Cubs game while everybody else was pre-gaming at Murphy's, at the Cubby Bear, you know, at Smoke Daddy, all these different places, Rizzo's. We were here loading up on just garbage food. And somebody's going to have to keep an eye on me throughout the season, just for my health concerns, <laughs> because I walked in the door, I had a Krispy Kreme donut. I followed it up with about six pieces of candy. Then somebody, uh, the bosses went out and bought us lunch, so I had an Italian beef with French fries. And then what else did I follow it up with? I had another piece of candy, I think. 
<laughs> we've, it, we've had a lot of junk food. It, twice. Twix. Two Twix. Two Twix. Thanks, Casey, mm-hmm. for pointing out that it was two, not one. I mean, it's going to be a problem. What, what did you have at the ballpark today, Corey? Did you eat healthy? Did you get a salad? I saw, uh, no, I saw you put the hot dog oh, in the, I, in the oh, salad. You know, salad? The hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the hot dog. We had some beers. That's about it. Uh, I'm not a big eater, but I made sure to get my hot dog. The onions were perfect. The relish, as neon green as can be. So, yeah, all good. Corey, for someone that's been talking about the hot dog for months now, I was kind of surprised that you were like eating. Were you eating like, a stir fry before the game, or was that just your buddy that was like... I, I kind of—I no, I thought you were maybe going to save room for the hot dog. I was surprised no, you were going I, with the pregame meal. I met a friend at Cozy Noodle across from Nisei Lounge before we went to Nisei. Oh, I did not I, have any noodles. I, Cozy you Noodle is great. Right, just making sure you did, you were uh, saving room. No, you're I, correct. I've, I've seen that place, and I've never got it. Cody told me he'll buy a Michelob Ultra for everyone who hits the like button. <laughs> Kevin claims this is, that's this is fake news, but I mean, if it gets more people in the chat, that's I guess just I guess been, I can like you know. Well, it, it's been reported on the chat. It has to be real at this point. You know, that's what's got to go. Listen, everything you read on the internet is real and true. This was as good of an opener as you could have for the Cubs, especially after a tough off season for baseball fans. In some ways, for Cubs fans, it's been difficult yeah. from the end of last season to now getting to opening but day since the trade deadline. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Since since that trade deadline to today, actually, let's go back 12 games before the trade deadline and yeah. say a little bit before that. It's been a rough stretch, and this opening day was a little boost of the old phrase, wait till next year. Well, it's here, <laughs> and the Cubs got off to a good start, and I know it's just one game, but this is the better alternative if yeah. you had a choice of how the season was going to start. For sure, and... I know there's going to be losses, and I know there's going to be rough stretches and all of that, but uh, I think if the Cubs can find a way to give this kind of effort every day for the next 161 games, we will at least be entertained throughout the rest of the season. I I love Matt Hannigan's comment here. How refreshing was that clutch pinch hit from Clint after years of seeing Descalso in the pinch. Oh, listen, I, I, nothing against Descalso. I, it was cool Plenty to see. It was Plenty, cool yeah. to see Frazier. <laughs> Frazier's one of the guys we're watching, right? He's one, yeah. he's one of the guys yeah. we're watching this season, and he looked like the real deal standing there at the plate. Yeah. I want to see him play. Uh, some of these guys, I want I, I say I want to see him play tomorrow, but I also want to see Ian Happ play again after this, is this opening day he had. So, yeah. what do you think of Frazier? I mean, in his one hit, I mean, it was – you know, he was going up against uh, Ashby, I want to yeah, say it was. I think so. And he's one of their top pitching prospects or relievers, whatever you want to call it. And, um, yeah, no, it's – I, I just, as soon as he hit it, I looked at him and was like, this is going to earn him a start tomorrow. So, I expect him to be in the lineup tomorrow. I think he deserves to be in the lineup. I think Hermosillo is going to get a chance here. Um, I don't expect the same lineup tomorrow. I, I, I definitely do not. So, um, it's going to be fun, man. I never thought of this. You know, somebody's pointing out, uh, January and some other people pointing out, this is why I need a nap. I'm, I'm crashing from sugar lows. Probably. Sugar lows. I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. You need more that. carbs. You should just drink some some beer or something. Cubby Kool-Aid might not be the best idea for you. <laughs> I should save the Cubby Kool-Aid for the post-game show, probably. Probably, probably for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we go into this, and I, everything we asked a question about, I'm trying to think of someone that had, not to go negative, but like, who had a terrible game for the Cubs. There was nobody where you were like, ah, more of that. Maybe. J- Jason Hayward had two hits. <laughs> Did you see his second hit, the launch angle he put on just that thing? <laughs> it was rocketed into the sky exactly. just like he wanted to. Hit it hard. Found the open field. <laughs> right in front of Colton Wong. <laughs> right in front of Colton Wong. <laughs> That's what, that, that was one of those plays where you go, yep, it's opening day. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that can I mean, of corn pop we're, up. we're making the joke, but his first hit was nice. I it mean, was nice. And, we, and I think it was Joey. We were sitting over there at the couch, and Joey's like, you take you you would take a, a hit from Hayward every day. Like, that, you yeah. would Luke take asked that. if you would take it every day. I said you would take a hit from Hayward every other day. Or every Oh, you said I other, mean, you, every other day? You, okay. would, you would absolutely take <laughs> I a would hit do, every I day. I would take that too, you know. Like, just some sort of production from him on offenses. Please is, do something. Is, yeah. Please. Just, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Uh, this one hit that he actually really did have was 
was good. Right back up the middle. And that's kind of like whenever Jason Hayward is going well, it's when he's going right back up the middle or if he's finding a way to take it the opposite side. Now, when he starts pulling the ball to second base, that's when you know he's not in and and getting it done. And uh, that's when you know he's in midseason form. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) Chief Redbeard really liked the Givens-Robertson end there, thought uh, both guys worked well. What Did you like that? I know we talked a little bit about it. Did you like the setup of the way those three went? Would you would you be cool if he he went that way? Um, I don't think I just don't think Robertson's the closer. I think yeah. that's the way it worked out. But I'm, I do like Wick into Givens. Yeah, and the only thing about Wick I was a little scared about was oh, his yeah. velocity was down a little bit. He was hitting yeah. like ninety two, ninety three, and I know about? he is a ninety five plus guy. Corey, uh, what are your thoughts on Wick? Uh, because I don't really have any other than I'm a little worried about if he's healthy. <laughs> yeah, that that was my first thought too, and I'm actually kind of surprised. Normally when a guy's velo is around there, I get a text from Brendan that he's in an absolute panic about what he's looking at. Hopefully it's, it's cold, you know, it's first outing. Um, you know, he's dealt with some injuries in the past, so hopefully he's still just like, ramping up if he's sitting 92 93 come you know may and june then you know unfortunately like it's just a question of whether that plays for him or not that's not where we've seen him in the past and when he's been at his most successful but i i'm open to however they want to do that both and both givens and robertson have closer experience uh so i think you were probably right on the money luke that he david ross probably has maybe a an ideal game plan on a given day, but we might see a few of these guys get those kind of high leverage opportunities. Uh, so Joey, you said Ryan is going to be able to join us at some point. Yeah, we're going to have Ryan jump on probably in like five or so minutes. And we'll just, uh, you know, so, we'll swap our Cubs inside reporters. Uh, insiders <laughs> are changing out. Corey, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for uh, running home to get to the post game show for the, for the big pregame show hit that you did. And, uh, and, of course, the insight on what the ballpark was like because yeah. we can't feel that here, you know? Yeah. Corey, because are you going back tomorrow? All weekend, baby. Oh, wow. wow. Well, Sunday will be you, The first place Chicago Cubs. Where else would I be? Yeah, baby. I like point. that. Uh, for coming on, I am now endorsing you to now go back to the bars and celebrate with everyone else. And that rep- I can do, Cody. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to need Corey to also repeat the steps that he took today, tomorrow. Yeah. Just for jinxing, you know. Don't want anything yeah, to go yeah, wrong. Like yeah, you we might, we might, we might send need you a video more. of my walk around Wrigleyville every every Everything, day. Yes. Same thing tomorrow. Yes. I don't care where yes. it's at. We need about a forty second video of what the vibe is outside Wrigley Field. I'll try to change up the the backdrop. You know, keep you right. guys on your toes, like where I am and stuff. <laughs> yes, that and your underwear. Change both of them before tomorrow. We'd appreciate it. Got you. <laughs> Thanks for a lot. Thanks, man. For coming on, Corey. Uh, you want to hit up points bet because we want to thank sure. you for letting us be here. Uh, so, like I said on pregame, Corbin Burns under seven and a half strikeouts was a lock, and it was. And same thing about no runs first inning. Uh, so, yeah, I went two and one today, and I, I made all those bets on points bet, which the best way to support CHGO is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. And again, I say it on every show. If Luke can do it, all of you can do it. You can download it. You can make all the bets that I make and perhaps either win a lot of money or lose a lot of money. Depends on how hot I am. Did your parlay work today? My parlay loss. Let's not talk about the, the losses. When, you, when you're gambling, you, you think about the winners, and that's it. You put all everything else out of sight. I just side, was asking. <laughs> Uh, so like I said, you can download it all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. Yeah, the problem called 1-800-522-4700. What a gamer Corey is, huh? Oh, just in time. And just as we say that, just Corey says goodbye 
And there he is. You all know him, Ryan Herrera. He's here. Ready to go from Wrigley Field. How was opening day? Um, well, one, it was cold. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the field was not, it was not the best weather. Uh, but no, it was great. I mean, the, the atmosphere is great. I think they said over 30,000 fans um, for a 120 game on a Thursday, too. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, just the atmosphere was good. The press box pack, you know, obviously the Cubs got the wind, so the place was loud. Cubs go, or uh, go, Cubs go at the end of the game. It was, it was quite a good experience outside of the weather. If it was like 85 degrees and sunny, yeah, it would have been awesome. But no, it was, it was, it was awesome. Ryan, before we get into game-specific questions, I don't know if you saw Ronald Acuna and Freddie Freeman have some beef. Apparently, it's because of some rookie hazing in the clubhouse. I'm wondering, you know, were any of the guys in the press box, you know, jabbing you around a little bit? You know, first no first, first, official game? You know, maybe... Oh, besides, <laughs> besides calling us Chuggo. Um, Chuggo. No, <laughs> maybe they made <laughs> you carry, like, the pink Hello Kitty backpack out to, you know, how they make the guys well, in the He's been bullpen. there before, though. Yeah. You're right, you're right. But, it, but you know, first day with the that's official with Chuggo. That's, that's good to hear. Um, it's just the sign of jealousy, you know. What did, uh, what did Kyle Hendricks and David Ross say about the pitching? Because, boy, you know, there was questions about whether or not he'd be the opening day starter, and we all said he's got to be. Stroman said he's got to be. And that was, that's why you want Kyle Hendricks as your starter. You know, his third of his career on opening day, he was great. Yeah, I mean, uh, David Ross, we talked to him first, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's asked about Hendricks' stuff and how, how it was playing today in the changeup. He's like, you know, his stuff's about as good as it's ever been. Um, changeup movement as good as it's ever been. Curveball moving as much as – like just – and you see it. You saw how well he was pitching for the most part, maybe a couple misses here and there, especially the, the hit-by-pitch. But, um, you know, he was pitching exactly how you want Kyle Hendricks to pitch in his first start of the season, so – um, that's what David Ross was saying. Jared was actually the one that was in with Kyle. Uh, maybe he can tweak some out and we can throw that on the, on the screen. Um, but yeah, I mean, just basically just confirmed that, like, you know, they knew Kyle Hendricks was the opening day starter for a while. Um, they needed him to be Kyle Hendricks, and that's what he was today. And, you know, that's you know I apologize to the people for putting Kyle Hendricks as my trending down player. I apologize <laughs> oh, yeah, to the preseason predictions. Yeah. Probably wasn't a good idea. He was my I told you. He was my comeback player of the year. Oh, I see, there that. you go. That's Don't right. I forgot about that. Uh, who else spoke after the game? I would maybe Ian Happ. We get a little Ian Happ. We did get a little Ian Happ. Um, he said he's feeling good. He, you know, we, we talked about his elbow stuff. Uh, that surgery he got in February. He said, you know, he's not really feeling it. That throw um, that he should have. You know, whoever it was, I think it was Colton Wong coming down from third. He said he just kind of got, got uh, you know, the wind kind of adjusted it. He just didn't get behind it like he's supposed to, which makes sense. I mean, it was windy here. You know, playing at Wrigley in April, the wind does crazy things at the baseball. Um, but he said he feels good. I mean, obviously he had three-hit day. Said he, um, you know, said he thought that double off the wall had a chance off the bat to go out. Um, but, yeah, he said he was good. Um, and actually, uh, Nico, we talked to Nico about the home run, hitting the first home run of the major league season. and he. Um, he said that he's going to have to talk to Ian Happ and get some advice on how to kind of handle that. Cause I, guess, I think Happ did it in like 2018. Um, and Happ was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I'm going to tell him to tell him to keep doing that. Keep hitting homers and don't go cold. Like I did. So, um, you know, just everyone, everyone, the good spirits, you, you, you score three runs off Corbin Burns and win beat the Brewers five, four, uh, to open the season. So everyone's just kind of in good spirits down there. They should be. That was a big win. I don't care if it is opening day. Yeah, weren't you mm -hmm. impressed with that? We were talking uh, before you came on, and you were uh, in the clubhouse and getting sound about Suzuki. Just how impressive it was that here's a guy who comes over to a new league, Major League Baseball for the first time. It's Wrigley Field, one of the bigger stages in, in the entire game, the federal landmark, as we like to call it. And yep. he gets two walks. You know, he he shows the patience of a guy that's been in the league forever. Two walks in his very first major league game, not to mention a hit. I just thought, you know, he looked like a guy who's been there and done that as opposed to somebody who was overwhelmed by their first major league game. Yeah, and, and we did that roundtable a few days ago on allchgo.com. Go check it out, sign up, be a member. Um, but we did that roundtable, and one of the things was like, you know, what do we want to see out of Suzuki to start the year? And I said, you know, there's going to be that adjustment period. We know that he might not hit 
a ton of home runs coming out. You know, his average might not be insane coming out of the out of the gate, but if he can go out there, show play discipline that he, has been talked about for him, you know, draw the walks, you know, work at bats, work good counts. That's a good step and a good sign that he's, you know, starting off the season successfully, even if maybe the numbers weren't there. And you saw today, again, the two walks. I think Jared said that, um, again, Suzuki said that those two walks were like the thing he was most proud of today, working those counts and taking those and taking those walks, getting on base for the team. Um, so that's what you're going to want. Uh, that's what the Cubs are going to want out of Suzuki to start, even if the average, the slugging percentage is not there. It's just him showing that good plate discipline uh, whenever he comes up. And that's, you know, once an adjustment period goes by, that, that's obviously going to translate very well to, to a successful rest of the year. Uh, just curious, did Wilson Contreras talk about the uh, hit-by-pitch, or was he not seen in the clubhouse? Uh, I did ask him. Uh, he didn't seem too phased by it. Um, I think he actually kind of says, like, you know, it's good that it, you know, led to the win. I think that probably helped him just, like, shake it off. Um, I asked him, you know, uh, Caratini was back there, old old battery mate at catcher, and he's like, yeah, he just, you know, Caratini's like the nicest guy in the world. And, you know, he's just, he's so cool off and he said he knew I think it was Cousins that that, that hit him he's like I knew Cousins wasn't trying to hit me so it's like it's whatever so not at least not stoking the fire just yet but we'll see if, if he gets hit four more times this season that might be a different story but again that's the that's why we when we talked about the off season of question marks and stuff I said eventually whether he's saying the right things or not some of this stuff will likely bother Wilson Contreras because he is emotional yes he's the he's one of the emotional leaders of the team he's he wears his heart on his sleeve if you want to call it that like he's the guy that in in the moment on the baseball field his first reaction was like you know Mm -hmm. bow his chest out a little bit like what are you doing and then I do think it kind of crept into his head well that was the count and Caratini's back here and everything's all right but yeah, I love that it was his also first, late in the game too. I I mm-hmm. also like that his first reaction was a little fire on opening yeah. day. Yeah, and that's like that's some of the things that not only fans but just you know the Cubs like about him. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, Ryan, what do you expect tomorrow from your guy? You, we we got the interview from you and Justin Steele oh, yeah, and Mesa. What what do you uh, expect from him? Probably the biggest biggest start of his career so far. Um, well, I know he wants to. I know he he says he's just here to get outs. Um, so that's definitely what he's going to be trying to do out there. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, for, again, first start of the year, first start of like, you know, really his, he had the rookie year last year, obviously, but he wasn't a starter for the whole time. So this is really the first start of his, like what could be a full season as a major league starter. Um, and it's against the Brewers who have probably been picked most often to win the division. So it's, I mean, it's going to be a tough challenge. Who knows how, you know, how much he's built up and how how far he can go into the game. I guess we'll see. Uh, as far as expectations, I think, you know, maybe he could, he could uh, if he doesn't get through four innings, that might be, uh, I, don't know, I don't know the right word to say, but it, he, I, he should get through at least four innings, if not five. Uh, we saw Kyle get through five and a third today. Um, but if the Steel can work through four, especially if he's not as built up as Kyle, I think that'll be a good sign moving forward. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just here to get outs, right? Just here to get people out. So, and we'll see, and we'll see what the weather is like tomorrow. Obviously, the forecast is horrible for the second game of the season. And if they are playing the game, you know, how will he be able to handle the conditions? I would assume it's a better better to be a pitcher than it is a hitter if you're going to have 36 degrees and snow and rain off and on. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. But Steele is scheduled to pitch tomorrow. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, Ryan, what are you and Jared working on for? Because we know your stuff will be at allchgo.com tonight. So people should subscribe, become a member, because that's where they're going to be able to read most of your stuff, right? Yeah, so we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about opening day, obviously, and just what it, what it is here as gloomy of a day outside of the ballpark as it is. Um, just what it's like being, you know, especially back at the ballpark, considering we didn't know that there would be an opening day on April 7th for months the last few months um jared's putting his hot takes on kyle hendricks together right now we'll talk a little talk a little bit of horner a little bit suzuki but um we're gonna have some good stuff you know it's opening day so we can never have too much content um but yeah all chgo.com become a member support us read our stuff and we'll we'll, we'll keep feeding you guys some good stuff good stuff man you want to jump off and get to work let's do it thanks guys (laughs) thank you thanks for jumping in appreciate it
uh, Ryan Herrera. Don't forget, uh, as we mentioned, allchgo.com. You got to go there because that's where you're going to read his stuff. And I saw uh, it was Rachel pointing out that it really is great writing that they're putting out there. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure you subscribe. Um, Now we want to get to quickly our preseason predictions. Uh, The whole CHGO Cubs team jumped in on our predictions for what the Cubs record will be this season. Mm -hmm. Who's going to uh, advance to the postseason in the National League? Who's going to win the World Series? And uh, Joey has some of those graphics for us. Uh, why don't we start with? Why don't we start with the playoff teams in the National League? Yeah. No, you know what? Let's let's start Cubs record. Let's start Cubs record. We showed that in pregame, but uh, if somebody didn't see it because they were running to go to the game or whatever, um, <laughs> there's a lot of optimism from Cody picking yep. 87 wins. Yep. I had some really on when we made these picks. I had a really good drink that day. Eighty six to go. Yeah, eighty six wins to go, baby. Eighty six uh, to go. Yeah. Um, Ryan and Corey are conservative, but still showing seventy seven wins. Uh, I'm the next optimistic guy on there at eighty one and eighty one, mm-hmm. um, and I only have eighty to go. So yeah. I feel good about that as well. And <laughs> like we've said, the reason there's optimism here is there are so many wild cards on this roster and you could also call those question marks but if you're looking at it as glass half full those are wild cards right those are wild cards those are not question marks they're wild cards anything can happen right and you don't know where you're getting out of some of these guys you get a lot of days like say a suzuki today yep those wins are going to be more than any of us think here. You, you didn't know? think Nico Horner was going to be the first home run no, of the season. No. You didn't I, know again, if Ian Happ they, was going to go three for they, four. They they handled Corbin Burns today. Right. Reigning NL Cy Young they Award did. winner. So I'm feeling good about Brandon Woodruff tomorrow, folks. So Yeah. We'll if see. If you want we'll some see. of the Kool-Aid or whatever I'm drinking to think about 87 W's. Feel free to slide in my DMs. All right, let's look at the mm-hmm. our picks for the National League playoff teams. Yep. Um, and we each went on there. We all went and made our picks. And most, I would say most of the picks for National League playoff teams were very similar. Nobody went crazy wild on the preseason predictions. And I think that's sort of reflective of the haves and the have-nots right now in baseball, you know? Yeah. Everybody has the Dodgers in the postseason. Right. Everybody. Yep. And, and that makes sense. And Atlanta. And everybody has Atlanta. Um, I mean, oh, you that, took the Cubs. I did. Ta- I did Ryan's the got Cubs the Brewers, too. I le- it, it, it must have gotten exported incorrectly. Oh, Ryan's got, he's got the well. Brewers right. as well. Yeah. I, I did t- take the Cubs because – if they're gonna, if I think they're gonna win eighty-seven games, then I think they could win the Central. Wait, we all have the same teams. I'm looking at this now. We all have San Francisco. We all have Philadelphia going to the postseason. We all have San Diego going to the postseason. Ryan has Philadelphia. We all have Atlanta. Yeah. We all have the Dodgers. The only team that's different is Cody with the Cubs, and clearly he's winning this prediction so far because they're the only team in baseball with a win as we record this post-game podcast. I feel like someone messed mine up because I definitely had car- the I had St. Louis on there. I thought, but but maybe um, when you jump to take the Cubs, but maybe that maybe that was meant to sh- maybe that was meant to be. I think those teams <laughs> that we have are the likely playoff teams, and if some other team gets in there, it wouldn't be shocking. It wouldn't be shocking to see the Cardinals in there. You're right, Cody has Cardinals as wild card one. That should yeah. be STL instead of SD. Yeah. And, okay. And, All and, right. And there's there's reason behind that when we get to like playoff predictions. And so instead stuff, of San but, Francisco, you're calling the Cardinals. Uh, I would say. Or who are you taking out? San Diego. He moves Philly? San Diego down to the the last wild card spot. That's what he, that's yeah, what he has yeah, on his Yeah. I prediction. don't think I had San Francisco in there. Yeah. So I just don't think there are too many other teams in the National League that are going to jump into that picture. Yeah, I'm, that's I'll, a pretty good list. The, the reason the reason mine's a little wild is because that's what baseball is. So I got a little wild. There's one team missing from our three. That is the Mets. Yeah. Then the Mets are sort of a uh, an interesting team going into this. You know, Syndergaard being hurt early in the season is why yeah. I think some of us dropped them. You mean DeGrom? Uh, DeGrom, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. DeGrom being injured, uh, that's why I took them off the list yeah. and, and went Phillies instead, plus I think Kyle Schwarber. Uh, so Brendan is going 
for his World Series prediction. <laughs> the Giants over the Yankees, bold. Corey is going Boston over the Dodgers. I'm going with the Dodgers over the Blue Jays. Ryan, Dodgers over the White Sox. And Cody, how could you? The Cardinals over the Blue Jays. Uh Luke, this is one of those instances where when you, you know, reverse jinx. Like, that's, ah, that's what we're doing here. The old reverse that's jinx. That's what we're doing here. That's why they're a wild card team. That's why I have them in the World Series. There it and is. And also, I do kind of feel like, you know, baseball would just love to just ride that Yachty, Pujols, and freaking Wayne White uh, retirement tour into November. It's disgusting. But Right. That's yeah. what you're doing. You're doing the... You're doing the voodoo jinx on the Cardinals. Voodoo jinx voodoo, coming at that, you. That voodoo magic. But, again, I, it, it is a reverse jinx. So, please do, not, jinx. please do not ratio me on the internet. Don't but, Please don't ratio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy CHGO, and we hope you do, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. Uh, as I mentioned, Jared and Ryan will be writing articles tonight. You'll see them all season long. You'll also get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, hashtag dope merch. And if you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we will help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. I did it. You can do it. <laughs> You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, man, the chat is still going strong. A lot of people on there. Yeah, no, yeah. Tristan is surprised by no Mets picks. I just told you why I dumped yeah. them off. I, I like the Phillies as much as I like the Mets, and I, they're not starting with that same type of injury. I right. think the Phillies are going to score so many runs that they're going to be in a lot of games. Yeah, the only thing that's holding Philly back from me choosing them as a NL East uh, winner is their defense. Like, they just don't have any elite yeah. defenders. No, they don't. They're going to be relying a lot hit. on that offense to carry. And I think they'll get that from Castellanos and Schwarber yeah. and Harper. Um, but as we've talked about, uh, it takes a full lineup to, to really be good. And I, and I do think they have some nice pieces. I like Bohm over at third base for them. But, again, there's there's a lot of questions defensively for that team. And, uh, you know, they're – Baseball again, it's wild. You don't, you can. How many times have we seen the teams have had the best offseason just flop? So I don't think the Phillies had the best offseason, but they had a, they had a really good one. They're going to be good, but I, you know, I think they're one of those wild card teams. Clark, by the way, another uh, member of our CHGO team is putting his prediction in there for 122 and 40 for the Cubs. So that's he had that's positive he had, as he, well. He had a lot of my juice that I was drinking. He had a lot of the Cubby Kool Aid today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, CHGO, we hope you love what we're doing. Yeah. Please support us. You know, join the YouTube channel, subscribe, hit the likes but the like button. What else can they do? All those different things to help us. Uh, they can subscribe. Coming a member, YouTube, going to points bet. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. Follow all of our different. Twitter. We got Cody all of our different beats. You got at that? Luke Stuckmeyer. Luke Stuckmeyer. Yeah. We got on the gram. You can find CH, us on the gram. As at the kids CHGO say, yeah. Cubs. Find us on the gram. Cody's on the tick and talk. I am correct. I am on the tick and the talk. Follow um, our official Cubs account, CHGO Cubs. CHGO underscore Cubs and CHGO um, underscore Sports. We'll be back tomorrow. Corey and Brennan will have. Weekend series or the, oh yeah, the, 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 their series recap on Sunday, right? And don't forget that tomorrow, you know that pitching matchup, Steele and Woodruff. I do feel, first of all, I'll, I'll make my bold prediction of the day. That game's going to get banged. <laughs> the, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's happening. Yeah. And and the difference between the crowd today and tomorrow will be this: people that had tickets for today, you don't bail on opening day. You go at all costs because you've already called in for work. You've already called in school. Uh, that second game with a mixture of rain and snow. It, listen, if I were the scheduling master, I would move that to a doubleheader on Sunday when it's supposed to be 60-plus degrees and, and perfectly sunny at Wrigley Field. Go ahead, start playing too. Yeah, I mean, that or just move the game to a 
an off day or whatever an later off day. in the year. But you got the Brewers here. Why not Why not try and jam two of them in on Sunday when the weather's perfect? That's fair. People run down to Wrigley Field your first the chance only to be reason, out of the pack The only reason I, I'm a, kind of against that is just because, again, we're ramping up all the pitchers still, and uh, I'm not sure if I want the Cubs' bullpen to just be racked after four games, so... You know, it is what it is. But it, whatever they – if they want to if they want to change tomorrow's game to Sunday, I'll, I'll get up for it on Sunday. Look at Ronan. Membership secured. T-shirt, T-shirt being, being shipped. Being Hell shipped yeah. to Ireland, which is not in the United Kingdom, by the not way. in the United <laughs> Kingdom. Someone let that Ryan is know. true. <laughs> and Benjamin uh, pointing out, he says, am I the only Cardinals fan that thinks Pujols is washed out? Ah, uh, no. no, but that is for another <laughs> I hope podcast. Not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, hey – Great opening day. Cubs win 5-4. They're in first place. The best team in baseball. Nobody can match the Cubs right now. They're the leaders of Major League Baseball. Isn't it great? It's great to say, man. I can't wait to come back and do this all again tomorrow. Thanks for uh, dropping by the CHGO Cubs podcast and postgame show. We're flying the W. We hope you are, too. We'll see you tomorrow.